Well, praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. And that is exactly right. By the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. You're not going to be. You are right now. Amen. If you could just receive it, if you just believe God, receive it. Listen, expect it. They came to hear and to be healed. I can say it this way. They came to hear and they expected to be healed. You know why? Jesus said, by his stripes, you are healed. You're not going to be one of these old days. You are that this morning. Somebody said, well, well, what about how I feel? Forget how you feel. Are you listening to me? Forget mm -hmm. how you feel. Don't let how you feel block you. Mm -hmm. Don't let how you feel stop you at all. Make up your mind. See, listen, it's not up to God. It's not up to Jesus. It's not up to the Holy Spirit. It's not up to Larry or Helen Elder. It's up to you. Now you hear, so the Bible says, they came to hear and to be healed. Okay, you are here. What are you coming for? To be healed? Here's what I'm saying. Don't leave without it. It's available. It's at your access. You have access to it. They came to hear and to be healed. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from cancer, diabetes, heart trouble, uh, blood disease, you name it. You see it? I do. Again, I good do. morning, everybody, and good morning, Prophet. Good morning, everyone. Praise God. Welcome. And we are talking about sickness is spiritual. Mm. Now, we talked about this once before, but we want to give you some things today that we didn't give you last time. As I always say, the word of God is pregnant. It is always giving out new life. Are you listening to me? Mm. We have a we have a new great grandbaby, mm -hmm. and that's a new life. Mm. Now he has a brother. That's five. But this newborn here, this is a new life. Mm. Praise God. The word of God is always giving out new life. It's my point. All right, prophet. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. I like that, Apostle. That's a new life. Amen. That's right. And that's what we have when we realize what Jesus died to provide for us. Amen. And pray God, I pray that you we will be able to see that as we go through our lesson today. So let's get started. We're talking about sickness is spiritual. And we can see from this fact that sickness was healed spiritually. It was healed spiritually because of what Jesus did. God right. did not deal with, with sickness physically. No disease today is spiritual, and we have to realize that. We found that when we can prove through the word of God that diseases were laid on Jesus and the sick, the sick man 
accepts or the woman accepts that fact, then he or she is instantly what? Healed. You're instantly healed. When we can accept the fact that what? That through the word of God, disease was laid on Jesus. That's right. Amen. And as long as we can think, uh, as long as we continue to think that disease is purely physical, we will not get our our deliverance. So we have to we have to ch- ch- change some things around in our thought process, and we can do that based on the word. But when we know it is spiritual, and it must be healed by the word of God, for you you remember what he said? He sent his word and healed us. He sent yes. his word and healed you. And when you believe and hear that, then your healing becomes what? A reality. Yes. It becomes a reality. Now, Pastor, just stop me whenever you, where you want me to stop. Mm-hmm. So he was wounded for our transgressions. That's what the scripture says. This was spiritual. We got to understand. He was wounded for my transgressions, for your transgressions. And that was spiritual. He was bruised for our iniquities. That was the spiritual bruising. The wounds that the soldiers made did not take away sin. No. If if they could, sin would be physical. That's right. It, it would be sense knowledge. But it was not moved by those, those wounds. Human justice deals only with sense evidences. Say that again. Human justice deals only with sense evidences. Yes. Not what, not what a man thinks, but what he says or does. Mm-hmm. He endured suffering that the senses could not understand. That's right. They stand mute and helpless in the presence of of this great spiritual tragedy that took place on Calvary. Mm -hmm. The chastisement of our peace was put up, was upon him. It was placed on Jesus. And with his stripes, you and I, we are healed. Yes. Because of the stripes that he took, because of the pain and suffering that he took. It was not the physical wounds made by the lictor. It was the stripes that Jesus, that justice laid upon his back. It was the stripes that justice laid upon him spiritually. Yes. It laid upon his spirit. It wasn't the stripes that, that the lictor put on his back. It was justice laid upon his spirit. Exactly. And all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own ways. And Jehovah had laid on him the iniquity, what? Of us all. Was all. Yet it pleased Jehovah. It pleased God to bruise him. He had made him what? Sick. He made him to be sin for us, for you, for me. Amen. Love could see humanity redeemed. Faith could see a new creation. That's right. That's right. God made Jesus sick with your sickness. He made Jesus sick with my sickness. 
So we, we, you know, you and I need not be what sick. That's right. Why would he, why would he lay it on him? If we, you know, have to carry, if we are carrying it ourselves, we don't have to because this was taken place for, this was done for us. That's right. Only ignorance of our rights or refusal to act upon the word can keep us still. I got to say that again. Only ignorance of our rights, only ignorance of what was done for us or our failure or refusal to act upon what was done, that's what keeps us sick. That's what keeps us ill. Yes. He made him sin with our sin. He made him sick with our sickness. And we need not remain in sin. We need not remain sick. He became sin that you and I might become righteous. He became sin that you listening to us this morning might become the righteousness of God. Look at he that. went to hell that you and I might go to heaven. I'm going to yep. say that again. He went to hell that you and I might go to heaven. Amen. I want to go to heaven. What about you? Amen. He was made weak. He was made weak that you and I might be made strong. He took your place. He took my place. He met every need. He satisfied every claim of justice. And he set you free. He set me free. He set us free. That's right. Let me let's pause right there for a second. He made us free, right? Absolutely. So, so you might ask, somebody may ask, well, how did he do that? Or what happened there? Listen. Jesus died a real dead. He died. Here's what happened. But when he rose, he rose to the newness of life. This is why the Bible says he's the firstborn from the dead. But here's what I'm trying to get you to see. When he rose from the dead, when he got up from the dead, <clears throat> excuse me, you and I got up with him. Mm. Did you catch that? You and I got up with him to walk in the newness, that's why the scripture says, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man, any woman, person be in Christ. Mm. What are they? They are a new creature. You hear that word new? Mm -hmm. Old things are what? Passed away. And all things become what? Become new. So when Jesus got up from the dead, you and I got up with him. When we got up with him, sickness was defeated. You didn't get up with sickness. Please listen to us. You did not get up with sickness. It was defeated. And that's why, because of what Jesus did. And that's why the scripture says, by his stripes, you are healed. Amen. But you must receive it. 
You got to act on what he did now. Believe him. Even let your attitude carry, you are healed. Get an assurity upon you. I know, but I know, but I know. I'm healed. Mm -hmm. And don't let what you feel talk you out of it. Don't let what anybody say talk you out of it. Are you listening to me? Come on now. You, listen, when Jesus got up from the dead, we got up with him. Mm. To walk in the newness, in the newness of life. No more sickness, no more disease, no more none of that stuff. Somebody said, well, I'm believing God for my, for my son, for my daughter to be saved. And, and, you know, let me tell you something. Their sins are already forgiven. Jesus took care of that. Did you know that? Amen. Sickness is spiritual. Jesus took care of it already. All right. Amen. I like that. Took care of it. That's right. That's what he said. He took our place. He met every need. He satisfied every claim of justice and he set us free. Yes. So if this be the case, Apostle, if this be the case, sickness on the part of the believer is wrong. Mm -hmm. Just just as weakness and every other thing that Satan brought upon mankind is wrong. Why? Because Jesus suffered to put all of that away. Yes, he did. He, he suffered to take it away. Here are some facts about the supernatural life in the mind of the father. This is the way the father thinks. We, you and I are already what? Conquerors. You and I are supermen and women. Yes. And, and you and I are what? World overcomers. That's right. That's some facts in the mind of the Father. Not thoughts or, or would-be, maybes. These are facts in the mind of the Father. You and I, we are already world overcomers. We are, we are conquerors. We are super. We have superpower. And First John 5, 4 and 5, it says, For whatsoever is begotten of God overcometh the world. Yes. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. It was our faith that brought us into the family of conquerors. It's your faith. It's my faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. That's right. Do, do you believe that? Sure you do. I believe it. You believe it. We believe that Jesus is the son of God. Yeah, we believe that. And so we say that, we speak that, that he died for our sins according to the scripture and that he, he arose again for our what? Justification. That's right. We believe that the moment we take him to be our savior and we confess him as our Lord, God takes us to be his children and gives us what? Eternal life. Mm. This places us in the realm of what? Conquerors. That's right. We're super men and women. We're super. We're super. We have superpowers. 
so we can say we have discovered the real Superman. That's us. The real Superwoman is you. Go ahead. Amen. Praise God. So believers are what? Winners. We are yes. winners, not losers. Healing and victory is ours. That's right. Healing and victory are ours. They are our they are ours without asking. All we need to do is to simply know it and praise him for it. Amen. Hebrews 4, 14 and 6 through 16 says, Having then a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our what? Confession. Mm -hmm. the, the Old Testament says profession. The old version says profession, but it's confession. It's the same thing. So let's look at that word confession a little further. We are to hold fast our confession. So what is your confession? What should your confession sound like? Here is what our confession is. It is that we are new creations. It is that sin has been put away. It is that there that we are the righteousness of God in him. We confess that surely he has borne our sickness and mm -hmm. carried our diseases. Our confession is that he was stricken, smitten of God with our infirmities and weaknesses. Yes. We confess that by his stripes, we are absolutely healed. I'm going to say that again. That's we good. confess that by his stripes, we are absolutely healed. Sin and disease have been put away. And in the name of Jesus, we have dominion over Satan and the works of his hands. Amen. In his name, we cast out demons. In his name, we lay hands on the sick and they do recover. Child of God, that's your confession. That's, that's our right. confession. Amen. So, so if, if someone says, well, what is the confession of the believer? Well, you have it right there. This is our confession. We're new creations. Sin has been put away. We are the righteousness. We've been born again. Amen. Our sicknesses, he carried our sicknesses and our diseases. Our confession is that he was stricken and smitten for us. Amen. And now by That's his right. stripes, we are absolutely healed. And it goes on and on. This is a learn what your confession is and what it should be and stick to it. That's Practice right. Practice it. Yes. Say the same thing all the time. Never change your faith confession. That's because right. the Bible says the word of God will stand how? Forever. How long, Apostle? Forever. Forever. He That's doesn't right. change. This doesn't change with the times. The no. Bible says as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, sun, you know, everything is going to remain the same. The word of God, too, will remain the same. He said it will not change. This whole world will pass away before my word passes away. So you see, this is your confession at all times. Through sickness, 
uh, that Satan tries to put up on you. And remember, now you know where sickness is coming from, right? Because Jesus took it away. We got to right. get this straight. We got to get this concept straightened out in our hearts and in our thinking. So we will, what? Our faith will be strong. When you understand something, your faith is strong. It's stronger. <clears throat> That's right. And, so and it let says, me say this to you. Go, go ahead. You can never rise above the level of your confession. I'll say it again. You can never rise above the level of your confession. God won't bring you above the level of your confession. This is what I mean when I say your feet cannot take you where your mind has never been. You cannot go beyond your confession. The Bible says you have what you what? What you say. That's your confession, what you were saying. Oh, you know, I, 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 I just feel so sick. Yeah, I feel so sick. Now, wait, which one is it? Are you healed or are you sick? You are, you are, when you talk like that, you are nullifying your healing. You are exiting it out. Why did you do all that believing? Why did you do all that to knock it out? That's not what you want to do. Keep going. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So, you know, I'll just repeat a little bit more of that. Our confession is that we cast out demons in the name of the Lord God. We lay Come hands on. on the sick and the sick does recover. Yep. So let me just say this. If we can cast out demons and we can, we can also command the demon disease to leave our bodies. Did you hear that? The, disease, the demon yeah. disease. The demon disease. You can command the demon disease to leave your body. He says we yes, can, can cast. We can cast out demons. That's what our confession is. That's the scriptures. That's the word of God. Amen. We just went through that. In the name of Jesus, we can lay hand on the sick. The sick recover. We can cast out demons. So if we can cast out demons. Can't we cast out the the demon disease that is in our bodies? For disease was brought there by a demon, and it is being is being developed by a demon. It's being held there in place by a demon. But you got to realize that you have power over that demon. See, when you say in Jesus' name, "Demon, leave this body," that demon is under obligation in the name of Jesus to obey you. Did you know that? That's right. When you say in Jesus' name, demon, leave my body, leave this body, that demon is under obligation in the name of Jesus now to obey you. Yes. At the name of Jesus, every knee bow, every tongue confess, what? That Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord over demons. Jesus is Lord over demon possessions. D Jesus is Lord over every demonic force. It's the name that causes them to flee. So in the name of Jesus, you can cast them out and they will obey you. When Jesus rose from the dead, he arose because we with him had conquered Satan. Colossians 
having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. You see it? He made a show of those powers and principalities. Jesus' triumph is our triumph. Jesus' right. victory is our victory. He did nothing for himself. I'm going to say that again. Jesus did nothing for himself. It was all for you. It was all for me. It was all for us. Today, we are more than conquerors through him, yes. through Jesus, right. who, who what? Who loved us. Yes. I'm going to say that again. Today, you and I, child of God, we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us. That's right. And I want to I want to encourage you, pay close attention. We should never talk about our diseases. Whoa, I hear somebody stepping on yeah. brakes. Yep. All right, let's step on the brakes. We should never talk about our diseases. You say, why? What is that? What are you saying? Well, let's talk about it. Let's go further. Let's explain. When we tell our troubles to people, it is always to get their sympathy. Wow. Wow. That wow. trouble, and now remember where that trouble came from. That trouble came from the adversary. Yes. So when we tell our troubles, we're giving our testimony of Satan's ability to get us into difficulty. That's right. When we talk about our diseases, we are glorifying the adversary who had the ability to put that disease upon us in the first place. That's right. But when we confess our, and so, and, and even when we confess our lack of strength or ability, we confess that Satan has so blinded us that we cannot enjoy our rights and privileges. Mm -hmm. Psalms 27 and 1, Jehovah is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? That's right. Jehovah is the strength of your life and of my life. So who of whom shall we be afraid? Sure, the things, those troubles are there. Sure, the pains and the sicknesses are there. But we don't want to walk around glorifying and magnifying that. And when we say, you know, we tell it to other people. Now, let me just go a step further and say this. We're not saying you should never, ever say, you know, or ever, you know, talk to uh, the apostle, the prophet, the pastor of what's going on. No, you can say that because these, this is where we get our, our help from. And we will come into uh, agreement with you and that thing has to move. What we mean is we don't just right. go around plastering it all over Facebook and everybody we meet, you know, this is wrong, that's wrong, this wrong. No, no, we don't want to do that. That's right. Because God is just strength. When mm -hmm. we laid it at his feet through our ministry, through our church, through our apostles and our apostles and our prophets and pastors, when we've done that, child of God, leave it there. You have to have faith that God has it. You have to believe that he's got it. That's good. You don't want to walk around rehearsing it and rehearsing it and rehearsing it. You don't want to do that. Okay? No, we don't want to do that. Because that's constantly giving credit to Satan. That's right. 
God has made him to be wisdom unto us, Jesus. He has made Jesus to be redemption unto us. If this is true, then Satan has no right to reign over us with sickness, disease, weaknesses, and failure. So every time we talk our troubles, we are glorified. You know, we glorify the being who put the trouble upon us. We know he did it, but I'm not just going to run. You know, it's like, it's like someone broke into your house and, 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 you know, beat you up or stole your refrigerator and all that. You don't want to just keep running around. Oh, he stole my refrigerator every day saying the same thing. No, no, you want justice. You're going to yes. go and, and you're going to go to the right place to what? Get justice for this. Hmm. And then believing that you have it, you're not going to just keep telling everybody, you know, what happened. We have to speak the end results, which is what? The answer. We don't want to just keep speaking the problem because the problem no. keeps more of the problem in place. Remember how we are created? Remember how you are created? Remember that? Come on. Let's do a little, you know, walk down memory lane. You and I are created to have what, Apostle? What we, we have say. What we, what we say. You and I are created to have what we say. So yeah. we keep giving credit with our words to what Satan has done. You know, it's like you want the dog. You have a dog and a cat. And you want the dog to come. Well, you're not going to call the cat, are you? No, no. you're going to call the dog. That's right. Calling the dog is what you want to do because you want the dog. You, you want the dog to come and it's time for the dog to come and eat. So you call the dog. You want the dog to go and fetch your slippers. I don't know, whatever. You call the dog. And see, that's the same thing. We want the end results. We want the problem solved. But here's what we do when we keep talking about the problem. We hold the problem in place. That's right. You see it? You keep talking about what Satan put on your body. Well, you're going to have more and more of that. Yes. No, we want, we want, the, we want, the, we want the results. We want the end results. We want the, we want the answers to the problem. So we call the answer. And what is the answer? You call the word of God. Satan put sickness on me, but Jesus removed it. By stripes I'm healed and made whole. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. And the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, I was healed and I'm still healed today. What, what did I just do? I called for the answer. That's and then right. I just keep glorifying God and thanking God for the answer. Oh, I know the thing is there. I know the sickness is there. I know the, the, the attack is on my body. I can feel it. But then again, remember this. I don't walk by what I feel. Oh, That's come on right. now. Remember That's that right. now. If you are a believer, you walk by faith, not by sight, not by what yes. you feel. We walk in faith. We walk by faith. So you take the word of God that you just spoke by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. He was wounded for me. You take that and then you say, by, by faith, I receive what Jesus did. And child of God, what are you doing when you do that? You're calling for that to happen to your, to your body. Absolutely. You're calling for that to manifest on your body. You're calling for that to show up. You want the dog? Don't call the cat. See, Satan is hoping you're just going to keep magnifying what he's done. He's hoping you're just going to keep telling everybody, well, yeah, you know, I had the cancer. Well, yeah, you know, I have the diabetes. Well, yeah, you know, well, if you have it, how can, I thought God took it. My, my. 
You got to remember when you cast the care of it, that's what he said, cast the care of it, what? Over on me because I truly care for you. And when you lay it there, child of God, don't take it back. I keep talking about it. I wanted us to make sure we had an understanding of that. That's good. I want to make sure we understand that. And because when we understand it, we'll make better decisions. We'll That's handle good. it dif differently. You see why we don't want you to just keep talking about it? We're not trying to deny that it exists. It's a fact. It does exist. But it's not the what? The truth. That's right. Because what is the truth? Jesus was wounded for you. He was bruised for you. The chastisement of your peace was laid on him. And with the stripes that wounded him, you were. W-E-R-E. -E, go and look at that. You were healed. That's First Peter 2.24. You were healed. When did you, when did you were healed? I know that's bad English. But when did this war happen? It happened at Calvary. And how we appropriate it is through faith. We find out what the word says, and then we call for that to happen in our, mm. to manifest in our bodies. We call for that by saying it. We call for that by confessing it. We call for that by getting up in the morning. I know the problem is there, Father, but I thank you. I'm calling for the answer. Yes. Do you see it? That's good. So that should be your confession, not what Satan did. Not what he did. He's hoping you just go around telling everybody. But we don't want to glorify him. And I promise you, if you keep saying what God said, if you keep magnifying what calling for the answer, calling for the answer, calling for the answer, just like the dog eventually will show up, that answer will show up in your body. It'll show up in your finances. It'll show up in your marriage. It'll show up oh, in your children. It'll show up on your job. It'll show up in your community. Why? Because this is what God did. He called those things that, come on, that be not, all right, as though they already were. You have to That's begin right. to mimic your father. You got to begin to act like your father. He called those things that what? Be not. Be not what? Be not manifested yet. He called for the things that were not manifested as yes. though they were already manifested. That's right. Are you listening? So I, I wanted right. to make sure you understand why we don't want you just constantly confessing and confessing and confessing that. No, because we, we want the answer. We don't want that thing to stay there. Mm. So our confession should be that God is today our strength. He's our wisdom. He's our complete and perfect redemption. He's our sanctification. He's our righteousness. That's right. We are the righteousness. You are. Are you listening to me? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are. And you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. Remember, that's where your strength comes from. Calling on the name of Jesus and everything that he has done for you. You can do all things in Christ who strengthens you. He's your strength. Mm -hmm. Today, the name of Jesus in our lips, can conquer disease and sicknesses. I'll say that again. The name of Jesus on your lips today can conquer disease and sicknesses. Oh, that's so good. But I want to make sure you get a good understanding of even that. So it's got to be something you believe, not just on your lips. It's got to be in your what? In your heart. Mm -hmm. So we, we make our confessions. This is our confession of faith. But make sure you believe it, child of God. 
And that's why we take the time to help you to what? Understand it. We don't want to just preach the word. We don't want to just talk about the word. We want to break the word down and make sure you leave this healing school with a great understanding, a greater understanding of what God's word is saying to you. See, so when you confess on your lips huh, that, yes. that, that, that Jesus is your conqueror and he's conquered disease and sickness for you, you got to believe that in your heart. Oh, that's good. Don't let it just be ape and imitate. Don't let it just, don't, don't let Satan make you out of a, a parrot, you know, because a parrot can repeat anything you say. Probably want a cracker? Yeah, probably want a cracker. He, but he can't believe nothing. That's right. He doesn't have a spirit like you. He can talk, but he doesn't have a spirit. So in your spirit is where you believe the word of God, child of God. You have to believe God. You don't believe him with your head. He doesn't live in your head. He lives in your spirit. He lives in your heart. That's good. And that's where you have to make sure you believe the word of God. Amen? That's right. And keep on confessing it until you until you feel strong in your spirit. Oh, I believe this. I believe it. You know what I know? I cannot convince you that your name is not what your name is. I like to use that analogy to show you what I'm talking about. You know why you are convinced that's your name? Because you've seen it on your birth certificate. I don't know how old you are today in the natural, but you've gone through your whole life. Hi, my name is Helen. What's your name? Oh, my name is Carolyn. You said that. Oh, my name is 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 Joe. You said that all your life. All your life you said that. You don't go around saying your name is Joe today and tomorrow it's, you know, Carl. No, it's Joe all the time. That's who you are. You don't go around saying I'm Carolyn today and then next week, you know, you might be Patty. No, that's who you are. And so you say that over and over and over. You went through through grade school, you went through element, you went through kindergarten, you went to grade school, you went to middle school, you went to high school, you went to college, you went to the military. If you've been there, you got married with that name. Everywhere you look, that name is the same. And you know what? You are convinced, and no one can can, can convince you that that is not your name. What are That's we saying? Right. That's the way you have to become with the word of God. You have to become so dogmatic about the word of God. No one in this earth can convince you to believe anything other than what God said. And when you get like that, child of God, then faith, watch this, is in your heart now. That word is in your heart and no one can get you to change it. You see it? That's so right. that's what we want you to do. And the Bible says faith comes how? By hearing. It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And hearing. So just like you had to hear Joe, like you had to hear Carolyn over and over and over and over again, and then you became convinced, that's the way you need to hear the word of God over and over and over again. And let me tell you, your faith will grow faster with, with the word of God coming out of your mouth than it will Come coming on, out, of that's my, good. out of mine. Are that's you good. listening? We are examples. Apostle mm -hmm. and I are examples. We are servants of the Most High God. Our job is to bring you the word of God so you will hear it and you will know it. But I tell you, your faith will grow faster when you hear the word coming out of your own mouth. That's right. So you need to practice. Just like you called yourself Joe or Carolyn all your life, then say the word of God all your life and watch how it begins to move mountains out of your life.
Did you get a good understanding of that? What we mean when we say it can't be just on your lips. It's got to be in your heart. Praise God. Oh, my. It, you know, I like that. Now, here's what I want to say about that. This is what I, this is what I picked up when you were saying that. The scripture says, <clears throat> as a person think it where in their heart, so are they, right? Absolutely. So you think you, Joe, you think you, Carolyn, you are. Uh-huh. Uh now watch this here. As a man, a woman, boy, girl, think it where in their heart, not in their head, in their heart. Absolutely. Another reason why you don't want to keep saying, I'm sick, I'm sick, and confessing the sickness, the problem, because so you think it in your heart. So are you. So are you. You, you saying you're sick? You're sick. See, what you don't want to do is confuse your heart. I want to wow. say that again. You don't want to confuse your heart. Can you confuse your heart? Yes, people do it every day. Yeah. Every single day of the world. Your heart is the ground. It'll grow anything you're speaking because your words are seeds. Even I'm sick. Oh, I just feel so bad. Are you listening to me? Amen. It'll grow anything you putting in there. Your words are seeds. Amen. Do you see what I'm saying to you here? Yes. Folks, listen. Stop trying to get healed and go ahead and receive it because Jesus done already did it. Praise the Lord. I want to say that again. Stop trying to get healed. You don't have to do that. It's already been provided for you. Go ahead and receive it. There's a difference in trying to get it and receiving it. See, what you've been trying to get, you already have. Just receive it. Well, praise God. Thank you, Amen. Prophet. Amen. Glory to God.